how was the actual ancient indian education system how they uh, manage this all things how they teach the their students and how they make this country uh, very successful also in this episode we will talk about how actually they made this whole country so innovative so uh, futuristic that uh, some very great innovations like uh, vimanika shastra and uh, even nuclear weapons has been uh, invented at that time this episode is going to uh, get so much attention of yours if you are student or teacher so let's continue this episode without wasting much time so first of all let's talk about what was the actual uh, look of this ancient indian education system how how you can see it from far i mean what was the actual uh, you know uh, the side view of this uh, education system so first of all uh, like the culture and tradition of uh, india the system of education also has a rich history of its own so i will not talk all of that but i will uh, give you information majority uh which is provided by you know some great websites like wikipedia and all this stuff majority uh, uh of the system was actually influenced by the hindu religion the knowledge acquired by people of ancient time was passed on the from of uh, generation to another and is reflected even in the teaching of today so that's what happening at that time in the golden days there was no formal education in india a father passed on knowledge primarily related to his occupation to his child so that was what happening so uh, for example one father is running uh, one business of uh, sweet shop then his son most probably will uh, continue to run that shop or maybe he will open another sweet shop so that's what happening at that time much later two system of education emerged uh, and uh, these two systems are known as vedic education system and buddhist education system so in this episode we will talk about two major education system from ancient india vedic education system and buddhist education system and as you know that vedic education system ha- has got more upgrades and updates so if i don't use buddhist education system word then it means that i am giving information about vedic education system so i will not say again and again that this is the information of vedic education system but uh, if there is an information related to buddhist system then i will tell you uh, before saying uh, or giving that information the vedic education system uh, revolved around the vedas vedangas and upanishads while the buddhist education system preached the thoughts of the major buddhist schools they were just researching and the major buddhist scholars uh, releases their uh, re- research papers and their knowledge which they uh, acquired while meditating or some activities like that so that was the difference between vedic and buddhist education system the language of education was sanskrit for vedic education system and pali for the buddhist education system now let's talk about how child starts acquiring the education or at which age they start providing education to the child in the vedic education system a child start his education at the age of 
to mark this commencement the vidyarambha ceremony which included worshiping goddess saraswati and learning alphabets for the first time was conducted for every single child who want to of course join this uh, vedic education system so after joining this system you have to leave your home and start living with the teacher or guru and this whole ceremony called upnayana where in the buddhist system a child started uh, to uh, give this education from the age of 8 with the ceremony called pabajja or prabrajya sorry if i am uh, mispronouncing but uh, that's the complex word but i tried to pronounce it unlike the vedic system the initiation ceremony could be practiced by boys of all castes where in vedic system if you want to uh, join this uh, education system then you must come from brahmin family or kshatriya family or vaisya family so uh, if you are lower class or uh, middle class family then you can't take that education so which is very bad thing i i i will say this is the darkest part of this education system but in buddhist system there is no caste there is no difference between uh, people they just uh, teach everyone as same as uh, others so that was the very uh, nice part of this buddhist education system after all of this the child would leave home and go to live in a monastery under the guidance of his teacher or a monk in buddhist education system now let's talk about uh, what was the actual uh, unique points of this edu- ancient education systems in ancient times the education system uh, was very isolated from governments and uh, society and all these things because the education system uh, is not connected with state government or society which means that anyone could not interfere with the curriculum and the administration of this uh, education institute or anything by the way it's quite interesting to uh, note that uh, there were no fees was charged for education in fact the teacher took uh, care of everything including food clothing and housing that was actually nice point how they just not charging the fees for education and which is actually very nice thing according to this system physical labor was of utmost importance so even if a child was interested in acquiring philosophical knowledge he would still have to do some manual work every day so they teach you everything which can be useful in your daily life like uh, collecting woods or uh, making some basic folds and all this stuff and because of this activity they actually get uh, invo- involved in uh, some uh, very major activities which which we were not taught in even today's time like uh, cooking and uh, basic stuff one of the most interesting part of this education was the, was the debates and discussions because they were actually part of this education even in ancient times they thought that uh, debates and discussions has to be uh, organized because it it just uh, creates different kind of mindset different kind of uh, uh skill set it it can create some innovative uh answers and innovative uh mindset so that was the whole concept of uh, this education system 
now as we are talking lots of thing about this education system you know that uh, there were actually different kind of education for women at ancient times and by the means of difference i am saying that uh, the extra education was provided to women i will give you some information about that as i told you that education for women was quite important in ancient india they were trained in housekeeping as well as in dancing and music girls also had to conduct the upnayana ceremony educated women were divided into two classes one of the classes uh, uh, provides education according to uh, their preference if women uh, want to get married after completing their education then they will get trained differently or if women want to get never married in her life and continue uh, her research or studying journey then she will taught differently so that was the whole uh, education concept at that time vedas and vedangas were taught to women too but uh, they were just limited to religious songs and poems necessary for rituals it's little bit uh, you know uh, dark part of that uh, education system some notable uh, vedic and upanishads women scholars were uh, apala indrani uh, gargi maitri so they were quite popular at that time so these were the women who are uh, so popular for their knowledge now let's talk about what were the actually subjects of uh, this education system what they teach in uh, the schools and institutes both vedic and buddhist system of education had different subjects to study the vedic education comprised of the four vedas and six vedangas also uh, which includes uh, upanishads tarkashastra puranas and much more so these were the basic subjects of uh, uh, teaching in different institutes and schoolings the main subjects in buddhist system were the three pitakas which includes vinaya abhidhamma and sutta the most recognized this, this was the most recognized work of all 18 buddhism schools certain other subjects common to both the system like uh, arithmetic military science law performing arts ethics and arts and architectures etc so these were the subjects now let's talk about how they uh, teach their students what was the what was the actual method of teaching so we'll get into that topic though teaching in groups was very common back then but also student were taught individually by their teachers based on their capabilities and aptitudes oral recitation was a basic medium of imparting knowledge at that particular time they used to provide knowledge by uh, storytelling uh, critical analysis practical studies and seminars and all this stuff for many hours daily students would repeat verses after verses of the vedas till they attain mastery of at least one of them so that was uh, the time where uh, they used to memorize all this stuff to ensure correctness of memory the hymns were taught in more than one way so that they just can't mistake in any verse at that time princes were uh, taught in a different way in all the many man- manifold sciences to make them fit for government 
and the education for lower caste uh, uh, religions and uh, lower caste uh, peoples it was banned the boys learned the trade through their fathers while girls remain uneducated which i told you that very dark part of that uh, particular education system now let's talk about why india was uh, leading education center at that particular time varanasi was famous for its religious teaching at varanasi there were about 500 student and a number of teachers available at that time there were also universities at taksila and ujjain they were centers for learning medicine mathematics and astronomy in the south kanji became a important center of learning then there was vallabhi nalanda and vikramsila so these three were very uh, popular and big institute at that time taksila was known for its secular studies some cities become renowned become because of their teachers it is interesting to note that in taksila even married people were admitted as a student which is very great thing at that time there were very powerful peoples like charak kautilyam and panini they were used to teach this their knowledge their great knowledge to students even in today's time their knowledge was uh, given importance chanakya niti written by kautilya was uh, so popular in even today's time it is so popular that uh, some very big businessmen and young generation is actually uh, accepting it and acquiring the knowledge uh, in today's time the whole establishment was maintained by charitable people ideally the teacher took no fee but the student repaid his debt by uh, their services to the teacher so it's known as guru dakshina in sanskrit universities like taksila vikramsila and nalanda was uh, so famous for their different departments for example nalanda was famous for uh, catholic and compulsion uh, character and its department of logic while taksila was popular for medical school and chief learning center uh, in 6th century at that time Vikramsila was very popular for tantric Buddhism and by the tantric means i am not saying that uh, uh, or what you are thinking about the tantric knowledge is different in the tantra there are lots of categories and one of them is uh, this whole concept of dark magic and all this thing the excavation of the sites of indus valley civilization has brought to our notices that the prevalence of written script that suggest people of that time had sufficient knowledge and education must have played a huge part in shaping up their lives so this was the information which we have but unfortunately the script of that time has not been uh, disfared so nothing can be told more about the education system prevalent uh, during the indus valley civilization education in ancient india centered on three simple processes shravana manana and nidyasana in ancient india the objective of knowledge was that it must result in realization of truth so that was their main point of education hyun sang was a student of uh, nalanda university and according to him uh one of the colleges had four stro- storied high structure and it contains very 
uh, high quality facilities like uh, having very big uh, library and all of that stuff in nalanda university students from different uh, countries like tibet china korea and central asia came to uh, acquire knowledge and uh, they spread the uh, fame of this nalanda university to the world though nalanda was primarily uh, a buddhist university its uh, curriculum included hindu scriptures philosophy and medicine also so after all of this uh, uh, analysis and all of these uh, text we know that uh, the education at uh, in in ancient indian time were very qualityful very uh, knowledgeable very you know kind of uh, uh, philosophical in such a way that student can invent or innovate something in their life so that that was it for today's podcast i hope you loved this one podcast also that is it from my side I will meet you in next podcast. Thank you.